Hi, everyone. Today is May 18th, 2022. We're going to be talking about whether or not you should be buying a house today. Real estate prices are actually expected to go up and rent prices are out of control high. So realtors are really, um, you know, encouraging people to go ahead and buy. But should you buy high when prices are at an all-time high? Is there something in the math that the simple math isn't telling you? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And this is a pretty important webinar for anybody who is thinking about buying a house in the U.S. or Canada right now. We'll get started momentarily. So again, this is Natalie Pace, and I am happy to be the person that has to drill into all of these earnings reports, all of the Fed minutes, all of the financial stability reports, and read the commentary from the National Association of Realtors and the Mortgage Bankers Association, which who else would have the time to do in order to drill down and give you the answer to one simple question. Should you be buying a house right now? Should you be selling a house right now? We can talk about both. And again, remember that you can actually share this with others because if you know anybody that's asking this question, they need more information than is what is given to them by the real estate broker salesman. There are other things to consider. So please share this freely. Remember, the easiest way to listen back to my podcast or to uh, access the free webinar is just go to nataliepace.com and there you can see a link to click over to the Spotify webcast. And right beneath um, my Spotify badge is another picture. And if you click on that, it takes you right over to the YouTube channel. And again, it's very easy to navigate on the YouTube channel and to see the most recent um, webinars and access them. It's all free. So let's dive into the data and see what's going on in the housing market and whether or not you should be buying a house in 2022 or not. And again, you know, at the end of these uh, webinars, I always do open up the phone line. So if you have a question and you wanna talk about it, Maybe you're thinking of selling your house. We can talk about the data on that too. So if you want to join us live, remember all you have to do is email us at info at nataliepace.com with VideoCon in the subject line. And we'll be sure that you get the log on information for all of our webinars. All right, back to the question at hand today. Should you buy a house in 2022 in the US or Canada? probably many other countries around the world, although it will be different in other countries, but the markets are very inflated in both the US and Canada right now. 13 essential tips for housing. Um, if I were you, I'd take a picture of this and bookmark it for you know things that I'm gonna think about when I am ready to buy a house, whether it's in 2022 or 2023 or whenever it's going to be. You have to consider price. In today's world, you want to consider intergenerational housing. What is that? Well, it's different generations living together in the same house. Why are they doing that? For affordability reasons and to keep the money in the family. And today, 
intergenerational housing trends are higher than they were in the Great Depression in the 1930s. That's a statistic that a lot of people are not hearing. And in fact, that's what's driving up the home prices. It's not that home prices aren't going up. They are. But there are more sales happening in the bigger homes, which are higher priced, which pushes the average up. Okay. So that's part of this mix of housing prices increasing so dramatically in 2021 and expected to increase, but not as much, a much moderated pace in 2022 as well. Um, also, right beneath that was the word budget. You always have to buy what you can afford. You don't want to overstretch it because if you get into tough times, Banks are not necessarily super forgiving. Sometimes they can be. We'll talk about that in a minute. But a lot of times it's going to be a problem. You're going to, your credit score will go down. It's going to be very distressing. It's going to be hard on your health, hard on your family, hard on your relationships. And of course, you could put your home at risk too. So knowing what your budget realistically can afford, not just what you qualify for, Interest rates definitely factor in, absolutely, but they are not the only consideration. The reason I say that is that a lot of people today are forgetting to look at the price and they're just saying, interest rates are going to rise. I better buy right now while I still can afford it. But if you overlook the fact that you're buying high, that could be a very fiscally unhealthy decision. We're going to talk about that too. Um, inflation, yes, inflation is um, going up. And that's been part of the inflation has been the increase in rent prices and in housing prices. So housing prices may moderate this year, although they are expected to go up a little bit. Um, certainly, we have high gasoline prices, high rents, all this other stuff, there could be a big change coming that could change all that. We're gonna talk about that as well. So stick with me, don't exit yet. We have a lot to unpack here. A recession, are we going to hit a recession in 2022 or next year? Now, I want you to definitely go back to the recession warning. In that warning blog, there are at least six warning signs of a recession. And the truth is, we might already be in a recession. We won't know until the end of July when the second quarter is reported. The first quarter was already a contraction. So if the second quarter is a, a contraction as well, we're in a recession. And again, you don't know that until 30 days after that second quarter ends when our, our advance notice of um, you know the quarterly GDP is released by the Bureau of Economic Analysis. So again, it's something that we can we have to definitely consider that a recession could be forthcoming. And what happens to real estate in a recession? And does that some factor that you need to factor in on your decision whether or not to buy a house right now? You want to think about shadow inventory. So if you shop on the multiple listing services, you pay retail. 
there's actually a place to shop for shadow inventory where you could get up to 30% discount just by being smart about where you shop. It's like shopping at a discount store instead of, you know, uh, a needless markup store. We'll talk about that. The four D's, death, depression, divorce, disaster. All of these things can dramatically impact real estate prices. Also, it's important to remember that your home is your sanctuary. It's where you are renewed. There's a saying that every soul has her own geography. So you don't want to be planted somewhere that doesn't feel like home to you or where the neighbors don't like you, you don't get along. You definitely want to find a place where you feel like you're really, um, you know, it's your place, it's your people. This is important. It's where you're going to nourish your soul. The commute. Boy, all those people who moved way out in the boondocks and now have to commute just to get groceries with gas prices at this high. Oh, my gosh. This is something that really people are not factoring in enough. They're saying, oh, I can't afford where I really want to be, but I can't afford way out there and I can work from home. So, OK. And then you completely tossed out the cost of the commute, um, both time and money, as well as maybe that's not your sanctuary home. Climate change. You have to factor that in. There are certain areas that could be losing, you know, they could be at risk of wildfires. They could be at risk of rising sea levels. And this is something that's happening now. It's not happening, you know, like net between now and the next eight years. Uh, the average amount of time that you want to think about owning your home would be a minimum of eight years, especially if you're buying high. So Climate change is something you must factor in. What, again, this is information that you're not going to get from your real estate broker salesman. It's something that you need to get from the climate, um, you know, people that are reporting on climate issues. So you're going to need to look at where are wildfires fires happening? Where are sea levels rising? Where are microburst storms more frequent? Where are droughts happening? So you want to make sure that you're okay with whatever the climate change, um, you know, hazards are in your area. Now, actually, there's a website, and I think all of us should be checking this out. It's not for climate change, but it's for a lot of other things. It's called homefacts.com, and it's offered by Adam Data. And this, let's say, for instance, that you're interested in Cocoa Beach, which is where there's a lot of space launches in Florida. Once you pull it up, it can tell you a lot of different things about Cocoa Beach, including, um, as you can see here, schools, crime, um, environmental hazards, unemployment, property values, et cetera. So you can get a lot of information on homefacts.com. That's not where you're going to get your climate in information, but a lot of other information that you really want to know. Also, now that you can work from home, you can consider other places as long as, of course, that um, that's okay with your job or your employer. Um, you know, that is something you can consider because certainly 
there are areas that are going to be more affordable than maybe the area if you're in a very expensive area. And maybe that one is going to be your sanctuary home. Maybe it's where you have a lot of family. So of course you can now consider this is a new thing that you can consider. Intergenerational housing is relatively new. Work from home is relatively new. And now we've got the last thing is supply and demand. Now, right now, demand is high and supply is low. But there's something on the horizon that could shift that balance. So we're going to be talking about that. All right, let's keep moving into these important areas. And I do have data information and commentary on each one. So home prices are at an all-time high, as you can see from this chart. Tight demand could lead to higher prices, but moderately higher, not dramatically higher, as we saw in 2021. You see this giant spike in 2020 and 2021. In the meantime, sales are expected to fall 10%. So if you have to sell your home, or you want to sell it because you want to capture equity, you should have a good reason to, honestly, because a home is a good place to hold value and hold wealth, and you can live there, right? And rents are super high right now. So, you know, you have a lot to consider before you want to sell. But if there's a laundry list of reasons why you need to sell, sales are going to go down this year. So if you're interested in selling sooner rather than later, might be a good idea. That's a interesting home. I think this is by Lautner and I'm pretty sure it's in Palm Springs. Intergenerational housing is pushing up the prices because again, larger homes cost more. So if more people are buying the larger homes, then that is going to skew the average median um, sales price up. So that's having an impact on it. Now, this is an important thing. People are aged 25 to 40 are spending 50% of their income on rent on, on average. Homeowners in that same age group are spending 25% of their income on housing. And this statistic, these two statistics are what the broker salesman is going to run all the way to the bank with. But if those are the only, if you're just looking at the simple math, it might be a disaster for you. So please keep watching this. Don't just go for the simple mouth. Yes, we have to solve that problem. If you're spending half of your income on rent, we need to have a different solution for that. But it does not necessarily mean buy your house high at an all-time high uh, when we have a, a, a potential recession on the horizon. So you always want to factor in what you can afford. In a Thrive budget, 50% of your income is used to survive. And that means all of the basic needs, not just housing. So it would be your rent or mortgage. It would be your commute. It would be your insurance, your taxes, your food, all of your basic needs. If you can limit your basic needs on all those fronts to 50% of your income, then you can contribute to your wealth, your 401k, your IRA, your crypto account, whatever it is that you want to start saving and investing and earning money while you sleep. 
You can pay your student loans. You have that slice for education. You can have fun and you can be charitable, which is tax deductible if your charity is going to 501c3s. So again, 50% to survive and 50% to thrive. That's going to make you a lot happier. Interest rates are at all-time lows, and the Fed fund rate could hit 3% this year from zero. So it is moving up rapidly. It's at about uh, three-quarters of a percent right now from zero in January. Now, mortgage rates are moving up much faster than that. So if you take a look at the mortgage rates, they have jumped from about 2.8% Uh, to about 5.3%. That's a big jump. So that is one of the biggest reasons why sales are expected to decline by 10% this year, because fewer people are going to be able to qualify for a mortgage with interest rates going up like that. And yes, that means if you're buying that um, you're going to have to get less house because a lot more of your payment now is going to go for interest. Inflation is high. The CPI is up 8.3% in in the most recent report. Again, the economy contracted in the first quarter. And if the second quarter contracts, we're in a recession. And we will not know this until July 28th. A lot of people are already saying it could be a really bad summer for stocks. And bonds aren't doing a whole lot better. So if you have a 401k or an IRA, even if it's managed by a broker salesman, certified financial planner, you want to make sure that you get an unbiased second opinion. Please contact our office. Again, we don't sell financial products. We want you to be the boss of your money. We want to give you the news information and education that you need to buy a house at the right time, in the right place, at the right price. And to have a uh, easy as a pie chart, diversified and protected wealth strategy on your stock bond side. So this is what's at stake in recessions. In the last recession, home prices went down and over 18 million homes were foreclosed on uh, right before the recession and in the wake of the recession. So the banks don't foreclose on everybody at the same time, but as you can see, there were a dramatic amount of people who lost a home or a second home, or you know, they, they were, there was a lot of spec, real estate speculation going on. Now, the one thing that they don't think is happening this time out around is speculation, but when homeowners are spending a lot of their budget on housing and they've reached a little too high for what they can afford if they lose their job or if they're cut back on hours or if even if gasoline prices go crazy high which they are um, and other cost of goods go crazy high with they, which they are then they could start missing payments so we don't have a lot of low quality on the home loans but We may have people that have reached a little too high and didn't factor in, you know, high inflation or, you know, maybe not being able to earn as much money. Home prices plunged 25% on average between the high of 2006 and 2011. So again, 
We're looking at what happened to real estate in the last recession. In areas where the most speculation occurred, prices plunged by 60% or more. That included Las Vegas and Miami and um, Stockton, Detroit, Atlantic City. Those three um, cities, as well as an, a sundry of others, had to actually declare bankruptcy after the speculative you know, uh, up and drop happened. Now, here's where we're going to talk about the shadow inventory. Over 1.3 million homeowners are still severely underwater on their mortgage. Now, those people are going to be harder to find because they don't want you to know who, who wants to air their dirty, laun their dirty money laundry out there, right? So these are people that are leading lives of um, you know, dis distress, but not maybe telling people about it. But that's still a lot, right? Now, severely underwater means that their mortgage is 25% higher or more than the value of their home. And that's with real estate prices going crazy good in the past two years. There's a reason that's happening. Um, it's called the loan mods, but um, I don't, that could be a whole webinar on its own. But what I'm telling you is that these are the, these are the people, these are the homes, these are the opportunities that you want to start educating yourself on because that could be lower hanging fruit. You're not going to get them right now because the, uh, whoever has that mortgage, the bank wouldn't want to short sell it because they don't have to, the, the supply is too tight. But if you start learning how you can shop in the shadow inventory, as more inventory becomes available, this will be the low hanging fruit. And yes, it could be a way how more inventory is going to become available. So I want to remind you that whenever you are getting your advice from broker salesmen who are incentivized to sell you and not only sell you something, sell you more than you can afford that you are not getting the complete picture. So these are some, again, their, their names are protected, so you don't know who they are. This person was getting um, his advice from a broker salesman that was his mentor. And they bought you know, multiple amount of homes at the high in Las Vegas and they lost everything. Now, this is another person who came to our retreat he bought in 2011 and doubled his money by 2017 and then built his dream home in a different area. In fact, even in a different country. One of the worst things that can happen is if we buy real estate high and have our mortgage go underwater. It tanks your FICO score, your net worth, your freedom. You might be locked into that area because you can't afford to move. Even if like you got this amazing job opportunity in another city, unless and, and you might not even be able to rent out your place to cover your costs. So it's really a disaster to buy high and have the value of your home drop. It's hard on your relationship and it can cause death, depression, disasters and divorces. Just that alone, the financial stress. So a lot of people don't know that 30% of your FICO score is based on your assets to debt ratio. So the amount you owe 
increases dramatically if all of a sudden your home value goes underwater because you owe the difference between what your home is worth and that mortgage that you have. So this could really tank your credit score. There are people when their home goes severely underwater that if they foreclose, their credit score would improve. So you have to apply the three ingredient recipe for cooking up profits. You have to really know your neighborhood. Is it your sanctuary home? What's the climate like there? Are the people your people? You need to pick the leader that's right for you. And again, it might be intergenerational housing. It might be, um, you know, uh, deciding that you're going to have a unit in the back that you're going to rent out for extra income. You want to get creative with this on how it's going to work for you to pick the leader in the area. And then you do want to factor in price. Buying high is seldom a good idea. It can ruin your life for a decade or longer if the, if the value of your home drops beneath the mortgage. You won't be able to sell it. Your credit score goes. You're paying through the nose. You could have a giant tax bill on phantom income. There's a lot of distress that can happen there. So again, take a screenshot of these 13 essential tips for housing. Remember that your home is your sanctuary. Remember, and this is a part of the commute issue, the, gray, the greenest suburbanite still has a larger CO2 footprint than any city dweller. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you have to drive a long distance, even for you know groceries, for daily errands. So factoring in that commute is a big deal. Gas prices are high because we use a lot of uh, gasoline and you know, even coal and natural gas for a lot of our electricity. How will climate change affect your area? You're gonna have to look into that. And this is something where a good Google search and looking for qualified like NOAA for uh, rising sea levels, you wanna look for a government agency that's gonna give you information, maybe FEMA for fire risk areas. This is the area that might be opportunity. A lot of people are working from home and there are a lot of empty office buildings and they have begun to entertain the idea that these unused offices will now become uh, housing. And if that is the case, then that's going to create a lot of supply. We've been limited supply and that has pushed up the rents really high. But if we now see office buildings that are losing their tenants for the offices or having those dramatically trimmed back, turning into creating um, you know, housing, that will create a lot of supply. And if that trend starts, you're gonna see a lot of office buildings racing for that, racing for that opportunity because vacancy in offices is still very high, especially in cities. So should you buy a home in 2022? Um, the answer is actually, it might be okay. If you found, you know, if you really, really shopped around and you knew the area 
if you found a place that you absolutely loved that you thought was your sanctuary home and, um, and, you know, was not going to be suffering from too much from climate change. And if you thought that you could buy it for a good price, maybe shopping in the shadow inventory or doing a deal with a friend or a family member, then maybe, but for most people, those equations and those questions are not going to add up in 2022 because you're buying high, because um, people are scrambling, because supply is limited. So again, if you're joining us late, remember, you want to go through this whole thing again. Now, one last thing, a negative shock to house prices may hurt homeowners. This is from the most recent financial stability report from the Federal Reserve Board. And I actually uh, found where they were talking about this, and this is from this financial stability report. It says households could be affected by job losses, higher interest payments, and a reduction in house prices. So, you know, again, it's all pointing to buying high. You better have a boatload of reasons of why you're buying high and why that is going to be a good choice in 2022 before you do it. It's not something that most people should be doing. It doesn't mean that it's not the right answer for some people if they've gone through, again, all 13 of the checklist that I had pulled up for you. Make sure that you are looking at all 13 of those things. And again, we did go through each one very meticulously. Now, finally, I wanna remind you that we spend one full day and it does cover housing and other safe, um, you know, in hard, hard assets that could be income producing at our financial empowerment retreat. I will be doing a, a real estate masterclass uh, sometime this year, probably in the fall. So be sure to keep your eyes out for that. You can go to nataliepace.com. And again, in our uh, drop down menu, you'll be able to see all of the things that are happening uh, and when we're going to have that next real estate class. So if you missed this, you can listen back on Spotify. You can share that with friends. You can watch it back on YouTube. It usually takes about an hour to get it on both of these places. So thank you again for joining me. Remember nataliepace.com, info at nataliepace.com. And um, I actually am going to be doing one more webinar tomorrow. We're going to talk about whether or not we're already in a recession. So all three of these topics were so important that I did three webinars this week. One on how you can save when gasoline prices are so high and how we can start pushing on the um, by limiting our demand side so that prices can go down. And today, of course, should you buy a house? And tomorrow, are we already in a recession? So again, all of these are going to be available on youtube.com forward slash Natalie Pace and as a podcast on Spotify, which the easiest way to access that is going to be to link directly from nataliepace.com. By the way, one last thing. If you're interested in our financial empowerment retreat and protecting your 401k and your retirement account, go to nataliepace.com and just click on that flyer. You're going to see testimonials, pricing. It's online, so you can attend from anywhere as long as you have a good Wi-Fi connection. 
Um, you're going to see the 18 plus things you're going to learn and master life math skills. And um, also you can get links to any of my books, including my most recent one, The Power of 8 Billion, It's Up to Us. And of course, all of my social media, just click on any one of these and it takes you to it. So again, thanks again for joining me. I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm going to stop the recording here just in case, um, Dan, you may have a question. Happy to answer it. One.